Hey everybody, this is Anne from Moms Unpacking Autism. Stacy couldn't make it this week because she has some mom of autism stuff going on. And we all know how that goes, right? So today we have a special guest. I've taken him on. I coerced him. I made him do it. His name is Tom. <laughs> and he's been my partner for the last 30 years. And we have a daughter who's now 24 who has high functioning autism. We actually just discovered a couple months ago that she fits the PDA profile, which is the pathological demand avoidance profile. And it's not something that was ever available to us because it's actually studied more in Britain. It's not seen in the US in the DSM V, DSV, DM, DSM, DSM, DSM V5. Yes, that. <laughs> I get my letters and numbers and everything mixed up. So, um, so anyway, that has changed our life, the knowledge of that completely, yes. because we really didn't understand her before. Um, we were reading a lot and we were studying a lot, but what they were saying didn't quite fit her. Right. And it was a really frustrating experience for the whole family, wasn't it? Absolutely. <clears throat> so... We thought today we could talk about marriage and how um, special needs can really challenge a marriage. And of course, there are always other things that can challenge a marriage, right? It's not just having a special needs child. But when you have a special needs child and the other things, you kind of get pushed to the brink of right. insanity if, if it goes that way. Right, because you have more on your plate than you can handle. You do have more on your or, plate, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we do. We did. We had way more on our plate than we could handle. Because when we met, I got sick with chronic fatigue syndrome. It was basically mono that never went away. And I spent the first five years of our relationship laying around on the couch or being in bed really disabled. Yeah. And we went right from that point into having kids. Yeah. Because I wanted kids and I didn't want to not have kids. Right. So we did it even though it really wasn't the best idea. And Tom wasn't exactly for the idea. He wanted children, but he yeah, yeah, wasn't. Absolutely. Wanted children very much. Yeah. But <clears throat> was thinking from a practical perspective of we had more than enough on our plate already. Right. And this would add even more. Right. So we would be... We'd be pushed over the edge, yeah. which we indeed were. Um, our first daughter that was born didn't sleep more than two hours at a time for the whole first year of her life. Uh, she was really colicky, had a lot of stomach issues, very challenging. Yeah, yeah. And then after two years, when things started to calm down with her and she was doing well, then we decided to have another baby. <laughs> and that baby was very, very easy. easy. All she wanted to do was sit there and stare ahead and didn't make a lot of noise and didn't interact with a lot of things and just wanted to be on the swing. And I was a little worried about that because she just wanted to be on the swing. There right, was this little right. ding, ding, ding in me that thought, this isn't good. She was she, easy. But she was easy. And we were so thankful that she was easy. It never really occurred to us that there might be something going on with her. <laughs> right, but we did, uh, yeah, from this perspective, but we did already way early in those um, doctor visits 
we would we yeah. did have some fairly frequent conversations with the yeah. doctor about is everything normal? Right, we did because we had some concerns. We did have some concerns, not necessarily along this vein, but right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, we did. We did, and it was about age two when she was walking. She walked really funny. Yeah, yeah. And I said, "There's just something really strange about the way she walks." And, yeah. And the yeah. doctor's like, "No." And I said, I, "I just don't feel good about you know this." But yeah, yeah. And then there was a lot of crying and a lot of meltdowns and and screaming and and some violent behavior that she didn't see as violent, but like pulling her sister's hair out yeah. of her head. I mean, she'd reach over and go. <laughs> Aggressive. Very aggressive in the car. And it was like she didn't know what was too much. Right. And there wasn't necessarily that pulling the hair wasn't necessarily because there was a conflict between the two of them going on immediately no. at that moment. It no, was just, just her reaching there. out and right. her reaching grabbing out. her hair and yanking it out. <laughs> and, then, and it wasn't like animosity. It was no. just. No. And then her poor sister would be like. Look it at me. <laughs> at most, it was uh, frustration because at that very moment, we were sitting in traffic and had been sitting in traffic for an hour. We were coming over the bridge going into New Jersey and we were trapped in traffic. How do you remember that very moment? I remember that. Yeah, but it happened a lot of times. Well, I remember one moment. Oh. Okay. Okay. We were trapped coming over the bridge. Okay. Well, and yeah. And she probably was feeling trapped. Right. Because we were yeah. just sitting there. But anyway, long story short on this, we kept getting her tested, kept getting yeah. her tested. She came out with anxiety. She came out with um, sensory integration disorder. Um, and when she was eight, we took her to a, a neuropsych yeah. who said she, she cried through the whole visit, just screamed when we were supposed, oh, to, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to leave the room and she was yeah, supposed to have yeah. time with him. She screamed bloody murder. He couldn't even get anything done with her. And then he looks at us and says, she's autistic. And we're like, what do you mean? You know, we yeah. thought he was kind of a quack and we just left and never, never, went, saw, him never saw him again. <laughs> we went back to the school and we said, the neuropsych said she's autistic. And they said, no, she's not. And so we said, okay, she's not because mm -hmm. of course we didn't want her to be. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And then it wasn't until we were in North Carolina in a Duke study that they um, studied her for 11 months on their, in their yeah, anxiety yeah, yeah, study. Yeah. And said, you know, she is anxious, but there's an underlying reason for that. And that's yeah. autism. And so at that point, she was informally diagnosed with Asperger's. Yes. And then we had her tested again by the school who said she was PDD-NOS. Right, right. And then we went back to um, teach down there, T-E-A-C-H-H. -C and... Um, they said they couldn't get her us in for two years. Right. There weren't any services available. There weren't any services available. Okay. So then they said, well, we will. Um, it, it, someone talked to her for a half hour and said, wow, she's definitely on the spectrum. Okay. So then we knew she was. But, um, yeah, it's been a long journey. Yeah. Yeah. And really hard. Right. And really hard getting, um, well, for one, for us to understand. Right. <clears throat> Uh, which then would have would have equipped us to know how to right work with her right. But the other thing is in school. I mean, she did very well in school. Right. She did well in school. She did well in school. Um, she could have done better. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Because she's really smart. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. She could have done way better. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that we got into those conversations yeah. about whether you know getting extra services or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, 
all of you who have gone through it know. Yeah. It's a battle. It's a battle. It was a battle the whole way. And and they always said, no, she's doing great. Right. So they want to do anything. Yep. Yeah. But it really started to really rear its ugly head in the last few years of high school. Because yeah. then she started to break down, get right. very depressed, right. have some really hard episodes. She had a, a meltdown on the senior class trip right. that didn't go well at all. Right. And no because one was equipped yeah, to handle yeah. her. People didn't know how to respond. Right. It could have gone a whole lot differently if it had been handled in a different way. And right. If they had understood what was going on. Right. But that kind of alienated her from her friends. And, yeah. you know, it, it just, it went badly after yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so we left her home a few years and then she went to a special college, yeah. which turned out to be another disaster yeah. where she ended up in another total depression. Yeah. Um, serious, serious, serious depression to the point that we had to, I had to go and live there right. for four months right. in a hotel and make sure she ate and it got to class difficult. and it was really, really hard. It was scary. It was terrifying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been through a lot with that and in the middle of that, you know, we've gone through a lot of moves, a lot of job changes, a career yep. change for Tom. Um, so we had my sickness, we had Tom's career change, job moves, yep. stressful kinds of things, really stressful. Um, well, I'm with career changers, always finances. <clears throat> You're making a halfway decent living that you can survive on, more or less. And then uh, you do a career change, and then you're right at the bottom of the really pay at the scale bottom. again. Like, yeah. Pover- like, really, at poverty. We were in poverty. We were yes. in we, poverty. We had to go to the food bank. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Yep. 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 Catholic Charities sent Santa out for Christmas yep. one year. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was really hard. So we had all that stuff going on. So we're setting the stage here for, you know, marriage. <laughs> and so a lot of times with special needs children, it's not just the child. It's the whole picture Absolutely. of what was going on. Absolutely. So we had a whole picture, any of those things, which could have taken us out. Right. right. You know, seriously. Right. right. And the truth is we were taken out for a few years. And because we were so poor, we sit here today to talk to you because yeah. we were too poor to get a divorce. That's not nice. and yet it's true (laughs) we have more money (laughs) just think where we would be (laughs) okay so let's start back at the beginning so there are many reasons why people with this with special needs tend it tends to pull apart a marriage it can either strengthen a marriage or pull apart a marriage, right. just like every other problem, right? Right, right. Absolutely. You know, chronic right. illness could strengthen a marriage or pull it apart. Yeah. It depends on the two different people, and it depends on what they're bringing into the marriage, with their background, with their ideas, with their viewpoints. Yeah. So I would say it's as individual as the couple. Absolutely. Yeah. And as the people, right? Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. The people, the situation. Right. Um, yeah. How they navigate stressors right um and it's not like it's either all bad right like horrendous and everything that you or your significant other does is like all on the bad spectrum Mm -hmm. it's a mix Mm -hmm. of at least that's our experience a mix of both for us really trying to do the best that we could Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah i mean really we were trying to do the best we could yeah yeah I suppose. Yes. You only can <laughs> we do were. whatever you can we do. We were. <laughs> Come on. Let's get... <laughs> All right. So 
So let's unpack this. Okay. So, um, I don't know where to start on this. I had just told her whole story, but, you know. So, so, uh, you know, what is it that makes it so, what is it that makes it so challenging? So what is it that makes it so challenging? Let's start with one thing that one of the partners, and often it's the woman. Yeah. But it could be the man yeah. will tend to go into complete research mode right. and just go, I am going to find the answer, the solution, figure right. out what's wrong. Right. But that person is equipped with books and uh, articles and the Internet, which we didn't have back when she right, right. was born. No. We didn't have the Internet. But you did a really good job of getting all the information, doing the research. But see, that's with, not really with true. what you had as far as resources. Yeah, no. The only thing we had for resources were word of mouth from other people right. who might have experienced the same things. A doctor who maybe diagnosed that for the other person. You know, we did not have any real resources. Right. We like now you can go on YouTube and oh, say yeah. signs of early signs of autism, oh, yeah. and you can see things. Oh yeah. Like I, I think about about eight years ago, I went on and typed in early signs of autism. And I saw a little girl spinning around the room and I said, oh my goodness, that's what our daughter did. Yeah. And I, you know, I could have just gone right there in that day right. and said, oh, I think she has autism. Right. You know, lining up of toys, spinning, right. you know, right. those were th- even stimming right now is singing. For a lot of kids, they sing to self-soothe. Hmm. And that's what our daughter did. Mm. She was always singing to self-soothe. Mm. Mm. Had no idea that was right. a sign of autism. Right. You know? Um, the way she voraciously ate and was never full. Right. So even nursing, you know, a, a typical child will nurse one and a half breasts yeah. and be done and satisfied. She'd go through both of them, suck them dry. I was huge. And then she'd start in another one because she was never satisfied. Right. right. Um, and, and even eating, she's never felt full. Right. She doesn't have that sensation. Right. So what you're saying, though, is that the challenge for us was that even though you were digging in and trying to do the research it was very difficult because the resources were not at your fingertips exactly and so you couldn't quickly get to something that was clear and and definitive right and also the means of helping me to understand what you had found yes wasn't as easy as it is today because today i mean like recently with the discovery that you made right right you could say hey right Look at this. Right. Listen to this. Right. Which I did. And right. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. makes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. Because of the internet, because of the research and the resources, right. there are things available now that we didn't have available right. then. And then I couldn't get you on the same wavelength because there was nothing to show you and say, look, this is what's going on. Right. Well, not, right. That, well that was part of the dynamic. Right. So we you weren't know. on the same wavelength. No, we weren't. I felt that there was something wrong and right. you did not. Well, it wasn't that I didn't feel like there was nothing wrong. I didn't feel it was as extreme as you were portraying it to be. And this was one of the biggest issues oh, in yeah. our marriage oh, yeah. because I felt that you were discounting my opinion. Right. You were discounting what I figured out. You were calling me extreme, which definitely ties into a trigger point. Right. 
and and causes me to get really upset because I don't like to be discounted. Yeah, and probably uh, my trigger point was uh, you're not taking this seriously enough. Oh, when I said you, you're not taking this seriously enough. You know, you're living in denial. I had trigger points too. So then what you end up with is... I'm going to cry. <laughs> and what you end up with is trigger, trigger, bam, bam. Not literally bam, bam, but now, now the focus has shifted from solving and helping the child to battling. Battling each other. And then it getting to the point where it wasn't going to go anywhere as right. far as a good solution because it, we're both triggered. Yeah. And then having to step back, which yeah. we did. Yeah. But always stepping back before we got it solved. Right. Because right. Because now we're in conflict. That's true. And and each time that we'd have that discussion, we would get into conflict faster and faster and faster. Right. We, I mean, it was like we knew we needed to have that, that conversation. We mm-hmm. knew we needed to find the answer. We mm-hmm. both, all of our being wanted to find the answer. Right. But once we triggered the first time, then you trigger the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, it's quicker. Right. Well, it's <laughs> then quicker. it's not even a discussion. Right. It's you a word avoid. or it's a glance. Yes. And or, you avoid the topic. Right. Or if she's melting down, that would cause right. us to both be triggered then because Before it would we trigger. Had any conversation <laughs> right, or did anything. <laughs> because it would <laughs> trigger. Our dynamics and our history of where we would go over this issue. Totally. So it was a constant battleground for us. Totally. It was chaos. It was chaos. And for our girls. And for our girls. It was constant eruptions. It was constant chaos. At least, you know, they, they, they don't talk about it as being constant. We perceive it as being constant. But, I mean, really, the reality is exactly what we described is that, you know, the more we, we tried, the more we triggered, the quicker we would get triggered. Right. And then it was either avoid it completely, right. which probably, you know, if it wasn't so important, right. we might have chosen to do that. Right. Um, but it was that important. Plus, you know, when you have a child who has challenges and yeah, those things are going to keep popping up, right. that means you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. It's going to keep coming up. And it kept coming up. Yeah. And the problem was if we were all four in a car, we all had to deal with it because we were in a car. Yeah. Or you know? in the house. Or, or in the anywhere, house. Anywhere. Wherever, wherever there right. were difficulties and challenges. And then we took everything with us. Right. And the only respite from that was if you were at work, which is probably why the girls think of their childhood not as too bad because you were at work a I lot. I was at work a lot. You were at work a lot. Sometimes working, working and, two jobs. Yeah. Working a lot. Traveling. Traveling. So when it was just me at home, things were a lot calmer yeah. because we weren't having our we dynamics. Right. You were just doing what you felt was best. And right. Right. You weren't following my direction. No, because you had no direction. <laughs> that was the whole point of this discussion. Um, and, and, and the I truth didn't give is, you any direction anyway. No. Uh, we, we but the problem was... I think the down the, the the underlying problem twofold you know one was our own dynamics but two was it was a frustrating situation and we had no answer right well that was, you know that's the biggest thing we had no answer and you you were a hundred percent you you couldn't definitively say right here's the answer right send me to the resources or people who could convince me 
because yeah. he needed to be convinced. Right. Yes. Whereas right. I knew instinct on an instinctual right. level, there was something really going wrong here. Right. So it has a lot to do with personality right there. Right. You're much more of an intuitional right. person. Right. And so one that feels right in your gut, uh-huh. you go with it and you're right. sure and you're confident. Right. For me, that intuition might be the beginning of me saying, eh, that might make a little sense, right. but I'm not going to decide and really buy into it until... I have the facts, and I am, right. so it's much more. Right, it's much more in your head. Right. Um, logical, rational, has to be. I have to know for sure. Right, and, and, and I think that's true of a lot of marriages, a lot of couples. One is more, one is more intuitive, and one right. is more, you know, they need the facts, they need the science to back it yeah, up. Yeah, it's probably frequent. I mean, there, there are probably other instances, though, where people are more com- compatible as far as, being able to figure those things out right and work right. together and it is they process right. things kind of similarly right and that might make it easier right. who right. knows it right. might right yeah so that was one of the biggest problems okay another another issue that i see in marriages that can happen is um and i think about this in your particular situation you had more exposure to autism but it not being identified as autism okay so way back when, in, in you know, the olden days when we all grew up, you didn't really see people with autism unless they were severely classically autistic right. and then they were shut away in a home right. somewhere. Right. But there were all these people that were a little quirky or a little, right. you know, things were a little off. Right. And um, so then we just accept that as normal behavior from those people and therefore the autism could be seen as something more normal. You know, some of the behavioral patterns might be seen as more normal. I didn't see, like, I didn't see her behavior patterns as normal where I think you saw more of her behavioral patterns as normal. Yeah, probably true. Yeah. So that was another thing where I would say this is not normal behavior. Right. And you would say it is normal behavior. Because in your perspective it was right but partly yeah i mean there, there's absolute there's truth to that because you said that many times yeah this is not normal behavior right be like right i'm not so sure right um so part of it was probably as you say whatever my experience and exposure as opposed to your experience and exposure um you know it was also i think has to do with you're a very definitive person mm-hmm. and I'm more of a, you know, uh, spec, uh, well, I was going to use gray area, gray area. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you define normal? Right. Right. You know, what's normal? I mean, right. I, and you're, you're, you're right that there are individuals that were in my life that, I mean, and I would say I didn't perceive them necessarily as normal, mm-hmm. but I also didn't agree with there is a normal and we all have to fit into that normal right we are all individuals so as i looked at her i'm like she's an individual so now you have to consider it within that context like you say Mm -hmm. the gray area right whereas you you were much more at least the way you expressed it was that is not normal right 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 so then that caused great conflict right because that would kind of be my 
Right. Trigger. Right. And I felt like Another I would. Another trigger. Yeah, yeah. We were both. And the other thing, too, in that instance is we both feel like we're fighting for the life of our daughter. Right. The future of our daughter. Right. And you are completely 100% passionate about it. Right. And I'm completely 100% passionate about it. Yeah. Because we're both feeling like we need to get, figure this out, get this right. Right. And do it right. 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 And so we are 100% committed. Right. And yet we were both, again, dealing with not knowing what was going on. Exactly. So, you know, obviously the first thing to help anybody is to get a definitive diagnosis. Right. And that sounds like such an easy thing to do, and yet it's so difficult. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, invest in that. And, and we did, yeah. I mean, we did our best. I mean, yeah, we, we took a We took out a home equity loan. Yeah. To get uh, some testing done. Yeah, we did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because we're like, we got to get to the bottom of this. Right. Right. You know, and, and I mean, it gave us a little bit more insight, but it didn't really get us to the answer. No. You, I have a friend at work who uh, has a number of children who have some needs similar to this. And uh, the fortunate thing for her is that two th- well, primarily that she has the financial resources. Right. Right. Other thing is that uh, she and her husband are unified on this. Right. And uh, probably the third thing is they're not afraid to say we'll get a lawyer. Right. Yeah. They'll yeah. push it. They'll push it right to That's the. That's true. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that has gotten them some yeah. things. And, I, and yeah. on several occasions, as I've talked to her, I've applauded her for yeah. sticking up for her kids and yeah. getting them what they need and doing That's it good. when they're young. You know, I mean, we never even thought of getting a lawyer. No. For so many reasons. One, we were trained in a you know religious background where you don't sue people. Right. You don't get lawyers, right. you know. You just you take what you get, and you you're content in whatever you circumstances work, you're in. And you try to work with people, right? And, you and try part to work of with it people. is it is a relational thing too. Right. When you're working with the people at the school, I mean, you get too aggressive, then now we got our, right. ourselves a hostile, right? And right, know. and we both wanted those people to like us because right. you know, first of all, we wanted people to like us. Right, we're just those kind of people. Right, but second of all, we we knew that they were people doing their best. I mean, right. everybody we that we came it. in contact Absolutely. with, I believe, had the best in mind for a child. I do, I do too. I, I totally I, believe yeah, that. Absolutely. Even if they were misguided, if they weren't giving us enough, they didn't understand. Right. I think a lot of people just didn't yeah, understand. They were struggling what was going like on. we were struggling. Yeah, yeah. And they were looking at everything that. They were seeing and they yeah. were listening to what we were telling them, but they were struggling to figure out, so what's going on here? Right. What what does this individual need? And they were right. thinking also big picture. Right. You know, right. because we would we would weigh, well, maybe we pull her out of the like kind of like the mainstream and put her into this. But right. that that wouldn't work. That wouldn't have worked. That'd be for detrimental. Her. Right. So then we leave her in the mainstream and then okay, so how do we deal with that? Right. You know, so right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Every one of them was doing the best that they, they could. They were doing the best they could. All of us were putting our heads together and doing the best we could. Yeah. It just wasn't the right thing. Yeah. Because we didn't know. Yeah. I, I don't even think you know, at that point girls were not being diagnosed no. with autism as much because they mask it so well. Right. They mimic other behaviors so well. Uh, she masked it because she was perfect. Perfect. Now, you really can see signs when you look back, but she was perceived as perfect in right. school because she didn't act up and she didn't cause a fuss. Right. You know, um, what we now see as signs, you know, was that she got in the car and she fell apart right, right away. Right, right. That and But they didn't see that. 
Right. So then it always calls into question the parenting and what's going on in the home life. And maybe that's what the problem is because in school they're really good. So they get home and they fall apart. Then it must be the parents. Well, uh, but that wasn't necessarily how people talked about it with us. I mean, it, that no. definitely people, of course, that was thrown in our face. Sure, yeah. But not by not by the school. The school generally said, you know, that must mean that she feels really safe at home. Yeah, yeah. They'd flip which, that in a positive yeah, way. Yeah, which I believe that's true. Yeah, I believe that's true. Yeah. I hope so. But there were other people yeah. that threw things in our face right. to say, well, it's the parenting. Right. And then that would just make it even crazier because... Okay, yeah. Then it gets into our other trigger point because we both came from two very different parenting styles. Like everybody does. Like everybody does. Yeah. And so I would say my parenting style is the one and you would say your parenting style is the one. And then we'd start throwing blame at each other for the parenting styles. Right. You know, I'd say you're too lenient and he'd say you're too strict. And, and that would go on. Right, right. But the other thing was that, and th this is what I believe, um, is that in reality, we were much more united in the way that we wanted to parent what our ideal was. Yeah, yeah. We were, mu we, you think? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Like at, a, at, a, at our core, I think we were. Again, relational, you know, we, we were, it, it's a challenge as two individual people learning to be parents for the first time in your life to sort that all out and get that in a consistent flow while you're learning to be a parent. Um, what I found the most frustrating was that we would kind of get on a wavelength and tap into what that, what I believed was more our, our unifying theme and approach. And then others would interject and say, but here's where the problem is. Yeah. And here's the problem. And, and it was the problem with the parenting style. Yeah. But see, that's how you perceived it. In my mind, we were not. Well, we were not united in our we parenting weren't. style and, and nothing was working. So I was willing to listen to people on the outside and go, hey, maybe they're right. Maybe we haven't tried this. Which, in reality, when I think of the history of it, we would then try that. Yeah, we would and it wouldn't work. Exactly. And, and this is the other <laughs> thing about We would PDA. just start going down a path where it was right. working and then all of a sudden right. we'd go... Right. You know? And this is the other difficult thing um, in, in a lot of autism spectrum disorders. ABA is very helpful. You know, it's, it's applied behavioral training um, in our certain circumstance, any kind of demand. Right. As far as go brush your teeth or right. it's time to eat dinner now or we have to go in five minutes was perceived as a... Um, well, it, it caused anxiety, great right. anxiety right. in our daughter. Right. And then she could not comply with that demand and it would escalate. So when we tried to give more directives and um, more of an authoritarian parenting style, like this will not be tolerated, that caused the anxiety level right. to increase in her and it backfired. Right. So, you know, for instance, we'd have an example, we'd have an instance where even in someplace public, she would start to melt down or get really loud or start to 
argue maybe with her sister or one of us, classically me actually, and then I would I would say, Shh, be quiet. This isn't the place to talk about this. And then she'd go, nah! you know, and then the meltdown would occur. And and that was embarrassing for me and then caused me to feel like I did not have control of my child. And and this was, I think, the bottom line was, was I able to control my child? Right. And that means control her behavior. And, you know, and, and Tom, on the other hand, is like, we're not here to control our child. We're here to help our child grow. Right and understand and develop, which actually in hindsight is a much better way to deal with our particular child than my idea of having to keep her right. in line right. and in control. Right, and and albeit that, you know, on some level that was a little embarrassing for me, mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm like, I don't really care. No. I don't yeah. care what you think. My child is way more important than what you think. Right. Well, I didn't feel that way. I felt like the mother who couldn't control her child yeah, and, and everybody's judging you. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I and, was judging me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that was where probably the bigger problem was, was you were judging you. Maybe. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, but those things all set you into this big disastrous, right. you know, and then there's there's the little things about little th I call them little things because they are small in comparison to what we've just been talking about. But it's things like the special needs child and running helping the other child take so much time that you don't have time together. Right. So what we found in our family was we basically split the family in half. You took the special needs child. I took the other one. Yeah. Because she was responding better to me, right. the your our special needs child was responding way better to you. Right. Felt more loved by you. Felt right. more controlled and in a in a Battle. power struggle yep. with me. Yep. So we just went kind of went our separate ways and had two families. Right. Right. Under one roof. Right. Yeah. Right. We did. Yeah, because I didn't want our other daughter to be lost. Right. In the battle and the struggle and all the needs of our younger daughter. Right. So you took care of the younger daughter's needs and I took care of, you know, right. and that's when you weren't working. So, you know, right. I was with our daughter, of course, right. all right. the time. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I was the stay at home mom right. for the most right. part. So you, you put, you invested a lot in her. I did. Also. I did. Yeah. I did. I just did not get a lot of time with our older. No. And that's, that's regretful now Very. because... She, you know, kind of grew up without a dad. Right, right. And, you know, if I think back when she was little, she was the, the little girl in the family. Mm -hmm. um, and even when our youngest was, you know, a baby and she was still kind of the older one that I could spend time with, we had some pretty nice times. Yeah. I really enjoyed being with her. Oh, she's really fun. Yeah. She's yeah, really great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's... Turned out really yeah. well, you know, she's, boy, this is emotional. She's settled into her own life and, and she's doing good, you yep. know? So, yep. um, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, you know, difficult things. When we look back on our 30 years, there's difficult oh, yeah. things that, that we had to work through. And, um, I think right now, after all that, we're on a better path because we, know what's wrong for one thing right. 
And so we've both read up on it and we're in a united front and how to deal with it. And for the first time in really 24 years in her whole life, she has a place where she's feeling comfortable. And right. when she comes home stressed and is having meltdowns, now we go, oh, this is anxiety. So how can we diffuse the anxiety and how can we help her learn how to diffuse her own anxiety right. Right. so that she can function? Right. And, 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 she's, and she's doing it. And she's doing it. She's doing it. Which is really what right. we both wanted to happen right. early right. in life. Right. That we could figure out what is the process that we can use right. to help her help herself. Right. So that she right. be in a good place. Right. Yeah. So um, that kind of brings us here when I'm thinking about how to help people you know, with their own marriage problems, because this is obviously going to put a stress on their marriage. And I think of all the tips that you can read on the internet, you know, how, how to help your marriage. And they're all, I find them to be pretty surface superficial, right. like spend 20 minutes a day with each other and don't talk about your special needs child or any of your troubles, which is, all right. which is fine. Except, you know, we had so many things to talk about. You know, if it wasn't the special needs child, it was the non-special needs child or it was our finances or it was our, well, you know, but, my health. Or, or maybe the point of that is you spend 20 minutes a day where you're not talking about any of the challenges and right. you're just having that is the point of that but here's the thing for if you're living in a puzzle which a lot of people with autism right. are living with the puzzle right a lot of brains won't calm down and relax and have that 20 no, minutes no, no. unless they have all the pieces of the puzzle put together well and even if you're not that way when you're in the midst of you know Right. Those 20 minutes are not going to be like all of a sudden, all right, here's our 20 minutes and this is going to be. Right. And you're going to break out the flowers and the wine and, <laughs> and feel everlasting love for each other. Yeah. And we're just right. going to enjoy being together. Because that's just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, right here we were having. Yeah. We're a, embroiled in World War 28. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, yeah. We need to. Yeah. Uh, here's our 20 minutes. Right. Right. <laughs> Go right. from this to this. Right. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. It doesn't work. I mean, you'll get your 20 minutes. Right. But what was here carried over to here. Gonna... Yeah. Also, date night. You know, they, they recommend a date night. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm sorry about that banging a minute ago. <laughs> It's going to pick up on the mic. That's Tom's gesturing. <laughs> I know, but that's like annoying, especially at a podcast. Bam, 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 bam. Okay. Anyway, sorry. The, the date night, again, that wouldn't work because getting away with your so-called enemy at that point, because you're struggling, you're in this struggle. Enemy? Yeah. You're in this struggle. You don't really want to go out and have dinner and face to face no. with that person. And, and, you know, and you're going to end up invariably talking about the things oh, that absolutely. are upsetting or you. Or not talking at all. Or not talking at all. Not so you're really either going to trigger each authentic. other. Right. You might talk about the weather and, yeah. oh, look at that couple over there. Yeah. Uh, but you're not really going to yeah. talk about yeah anything that matters because at this point the only thing that ma it's i think it's like maslow's hierarchy right, right you know right. it's it's right up there with the food <laughs> you know it's 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 like this basic need that you haven't figured out right. how to right. meet and it's on your mind right. all the time right. 
So then you can't go to the movies and just escape from it. Right, right, you don't. So that's, that's you know, not really a helpful suggestion. Right, so what's a helpful suggestion? I don't know. I don't, uh, well, okay, I have one helpful suggestion that I think we found, maybe stumbled across it, but I think it's a really good one, is to have a project together that's not okay, your yeah. children. Yeah. I think that's a really good, helpful suggestion. right. right. Um, for us, it's been buying an old farmhouse and renovating it. Which, I mean, on the one hand, yes. I, I thought it was a good thing. Well, it is. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. But let's go back to thinking about all you have on your plate. Right. So this adds another huge thing on the plate. So unless you're in some place where you're starting to do this relatively well, yeah. This is total chaos, and you think that a project is going to fix it. That's true. A huge project. Yeah, no, that's true. You can't just You're throw crazy. a huge project on your mess. You're right. Yeah. It's like gasoline on a fire. Yeah. Let's add more but, stress. But yeah. for us, at this point in our life, right, it works. Yeah. But there's also points, too, when it's like, that's just way too much. Right. So, so but there could be smaller things, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That you find that is a project that you work together. And maybe that's more the, the heart of it mm -hmm. is that now instead of you focusing on the special needs child as the project and all your energy going into that and mm -hmm. all the dynamics that are tied into that, mm -hmm. now you find a more neutral. Right. Right. Project. A neutral zone. With a common interest and a common yeah. passion where you yeah. can connect with one another while you're doing the work. Right. Right. And it's things that you care about. That's you know? good. And you have, yeah. your, you have your own life as right. an individual, but you also have your own life together. Right. And it's like, this is our thing. This is the thing we do together. Right. Yeah. And it could be yeah. huge. Yeah. If you have the capability of doing that, or it could be a very small thing. That's true. Maybe you're finishing a table together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of a whole house. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, it, it would have to be something that you have a common interest in. You know, and, I think of yeah. I think of my favorite vloggers, right? Asa and Priscilla. Okay, yeah. They yeah. have they have their vlog. They have right. they have this um, autism awareness goal, and they show their daughter Abby. They they right. they, you, they invite you into their home every day, but they've got this common interest that's fueling them. Right. You know, and I think that helps so much to right. have something that you both can enjoy. And throw yourself into right, right, yeah. That you don't have to. There really is no conflict around it. No, no, no. There's no because conflict. that's that's the thing here too. Is like with our big project, right? You know, basically the way it works is we both have a passion for the old property and taking care of it. Right. You're the idea person. Right. I'm the do it person. Right. And I'm not arguing with you about the ideas. Right. Right. We right. We each have our place. Right. We understand. And it's not even like we've negotiated or understood that. It just is the thing. I mm -hmm. see your talents, your gifts, mm -hmm. and those, you know, right. and you know what I can do. And then right. we just work together. And, right. we, and what binds it together and binds us together is the common right. passion for, yep. you know, this yep. old property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think then you feel human again. Right. 
and you have something that you're uniting on that is completely aside from the family right. or anything. Yeah. Because I think one of the ideas of having a date or having that 20 minutes is getting back in touch with what right. you first fell in love with. Right. Right. And if you can take your, your pool of resources that gel together well, that can come into right. a good, yeah. Well, and the other thing that I think also is that as a couple, you have something you can look at and say, we did that together right. and we right. did it well together. Right. Whereas when you're struggling with how do we uh, raise our child yeah. and do that effectively and it's going really, really poorly. poorly. <laughs> Like really, Thanks. and you know it, yeah, really you know, cool. yeah. but you can't figure out how to fix it, right. then really, that's just a really, really, really negative dark cloud Yes. on you as an individual, on you as a couple, right. on you as a family, right. your child. Yeah. It's just like, you know, yeah. if that's my legacy, that sucks. Right. And then it's like you can do nothing right. Right. And then you feel worse and then you fight more. Right, right. So it's really good to find that thing. Right. And, and that leads me to another suggestion for people in their marriage is to always keep those things that make you you. Because it's really easy to lose right. yourself in that identity as the parent of the special needs child right. and forget that you started out as a person, right. a unique individual before that child, before right. your marriage right. even. Right. So to find those things that really make your heart sing right. and then make that time. And and I can hear people saying right now, but I don't have the time. Right. I, I am with this child all the time. They're all consuming. You know, I don't have money for a babysitter. Well, now they have respite and the government will pay for you to actually oh, get time really away, good. which is amazing because we that's didn't have really that. Good. You know, and yes, maybe you have a relative that can do it, but a lot of people don't. They're not right. living by their family or their family doesn't understand or their family feels overwhelmed with the needs right. of that child. So, you know, however you have to do it, find a way to get back in touch with your initial passions and do something to light right. that up. Right. Um, a lot of people turn maybe the autism thing into a business, you know, or into a, an advocate kind of role. Right. I, right. I heard about someone the other day that actually has taken a whole lot of classes on PDA and is now working with mm. other families on that. And that's her job. Mm. And so she's taken her experience in this right. world, added the training to it, and now right. that has become her passion. Right. And, and even when I started this channel, this was not something I did because I wanted to talk all things autism. Because the truth is the way I've lived is let's run away from autism. Let's not even deal with autism. I, you know, this is a difficult part of my right, life. Right. It's painful, but I've done this because I realized that I might have something that can help others right. because it's, you know, I've survived 24 years right. of no diagnosis and all questions and, and family issues. And we've survived, right. we've made it out the other end. And, um, and that, not because really of any really great strength on our part, except no. that we were bound and determined to make it. Um, and the truth is that we were separated for a while. Yeah. And but we weren't separated because we he had to live in the basement. But you know, ultimately, I realized that we had this daughter that we both needed to be with, right, and right. she needed both of us. Right. And it would not have helped her. No. 
And I'm not saying that other people who split, that's not a good idea. Right. You know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in our particular case, right, right. we felt like we needed to be together to help right, her. Right, right. And, and then, it, yeah. And everybody's situation is different. Everyone's situation is different. Totally different. And, and it might have been better at some point had we split earlier. And, you know, then Possibly. maybe we yeah, would. Because there might have been a way that. I mean, yeah, we could have had other partners at, that well, would support us. And, well, yeah, I'm looking at in hindsight, then, you know, it, you just don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Everyone's doing the best they can right. with, you know, the situation they have. Right. But I think that I think that those are some really good tips for marriage. Yep. Don't you? Yep. Is there anything else that you would think of that, that needs to be? Well, I mean, what I think of also is really, really critical is uh, that you stop trying to change your spouse and make them be what you think they need to be. That's true. Um, and the other piece being that uh, because we can't control others. No. The only piece that you really can control is yourself. Right. And so uh, I think one of the most beneficial things is to you know, fully accept and embrace that and uh, humble yourself and yeah. say, hey, I got work to do here. Yeah. And I'm not going to be pointing a finger right. at someone else. And right. I'm not going to be trying to change them. I'm not going to be right. thinking of them as the problem. Right. Because I, for one, yeah. probably I'm wrong. <laughs> you know, in Which reality. You were, in reality. Yeah. yeah. Mostly yeah. Wrong. Oh, oh, yeah. A, oh, little, yeah. a little right sometimes. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Mostly wrong. But, I mean, yeah. the, the, the place where you can have some effective change, which then ultimately helps change the dynamics in the relationship right. and everything, is when you start taking care of the stuff that you got to take care right. of. Right, right. Because, you know, we're, we came into this world as innocent little children, and, you know, as we journeyed through life. We got screwed up. Exactly. <laughs> and Big time. Unless you yeah. address, start addressing yeah. those things. Right. And dealing with your stuff and who you are. Right. That's, you know. Right. Then you're not going to function well. Right. Right. That's you true. Know? You're that's not true. going to. It's Own your stuff. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Don't change the other person. Own your stuff. Yeah. Not my circus. Not my monkey. Stay in your own lane. All yeah. those things are yeah. true in a marriage. You yeah. don't come in and change that person. Right. right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not what it's about. It's not. No. It's not about making them into something that you want them to be. Right. I mean, if you really, I mean, this. I mean, what what you want to do is you you want. There's something that brought you together, and that's what you want to nurture and strengthen and build. Right. Yeah, but you lose that. You lose right. that thing that brought you together when in all the conflicts of life. Right. Right. But the only way to get it back is. Well, not the only way, but a, but a very important piece of that is all the stuff. Like when you're in pressure, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like refining mm -hmm. gold. Mm -hmm. All the impurities start bubbling up. Right. And they're ugly. Right. And unless you get that stuff off. Right. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Then the gold, say, that you fell in love with, your, your significant other, and the gold that you know is within you and that they saw in you is all covered up with garbage. Right. And the garbage has to go. Yeah. Yeah. The garbage has to go. No, that's true. And and the other thing we did find, too, is just to make a truce, don't yell at each other. Don't yeah. fight. Yeah. You know? 
as long as we decided to fight, it, it got oh, out of hand. Now, oh, yeah. I'm not saying don't blow us steam. No. You know, and I'm not saying don't even have some harsh words because sometimes you're going right. to because of your passion. And everybody has their own communication style. Right. But if it gets to the point where it's no longer communication and you're not listening to each other and things it's like that. It's not constructive. That, that's, that's not a constructive process. Right, right. When it becomes a destructive process, right. that's when it's time to... That's when it's time to, yeah. Go to the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> go for a bike ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go out for a drink with your girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Ride for about 50 miles. And right. Get all that out and come back. And, you know, that's actually another good tip that I just said. Go out for a drink with your girlfriends. Yeah. I mean, keep those friends. You've got to keep those friends. And I know that right. it's also isolating when you have a special needs child. You lose your friends. You right. you know, you don't have anything in common. But there are lots of people who have special needs children who would love right. to be your friend and, you know, you can find each other now right. more than ever in all the groups on Facebook right. and, you know, it's a, it's a really good time to right. to be supported with other people. Right. So I think, I think there's so many more things that people today have than we had in our day that can really help. Yeah. But I, even though they have so much, they still have the same challenges. Oh, absolutely. And, and no it's still every bit as hard. Oh, absolutely. You know? Because now they have the problem of they all have to go to all these ABA and you know they're right. juggling their time. Oh, yeah. We at least didn't have that. I mean, the truth is that you'd go to work and I'd sit at the lake with the girls or you know could go do something relaxing right. and fun with them. You know, I don't know. Our daughter would not have done well if she had to do school all day and then be told what to do for another right. three or four right. hours afterwards. Right. That wouldn't have worked right. for her. And there's the other reality that I mean, it's just plain hard. It's just plain hard. No matter what. Yeah, you know. yeah. And I think, and, and, and one thing that, you know, we're positive people. We are positive yeah. people. But I also think that you need to express your sadness. You need yeah. to grieve. Yeah. You need to say, wow, this was a crappy day. Right. And this is why. And, you know, you need to be able to complain about it. Right. You can't always be like, oh, it's okay. Because that's a forced facade over an aching pain. And right. basically, it starts to ooze into there. Right. So I've been kind of outspoken as in my idea, you know, of the gift movement. Autism is a gift movement, oh, yeah. you know, because I'm like, it's not a gift. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. You know, it's hard and it sucks. Right. And, and, and any, almost anybody, a lot of people, I'm not even going to talk for anybody else. I would have given it back right. in... Right. A day, you know, right. a heartbeat oh, yeah. if I could have, oh, yeah. because it's been too hard for our right. daughter. So, you know, I think in that way, dealing with it in a realistic way is so important, right. you know, and then dealing with the struggles just like we did right now. Um, it would be ideal in an ideal world. You could sit down and talk to your spouse like we are right now about it, because honestly, we're going to get up from this recording and I'm going to submit it online and he's going to start going, he's going to go to the dump and then we're going to come back and work on the house. Yep. Um, in the olden days, having a talk like this well, would have meant, happened. well, it, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> and then it would have meant that as soon as I clicked off air, we would blow up and do a huge fight. You know, he'd be gone for eight hours walking around the world. Riding my bike. Riding his bike. And I'd be sitting here fuming and calling, you know, people and talking and, and, and it would have been ugly. So, you know, there's, we've gotten to a certain place. Yeah. 
Um, and, and the reason we've gotten to a certain place is all these things that we've talked about, right, isn't right, it? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, therapy, that's a good thing too, sometimes. Drugs, they're good. They're helpful. Medication. What kind of drugs? Medication. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Prescribed medication. Okay. Uh, you know, can be make very sure. helpful. You know, if you're so depressed or so angry, you can't deal with it. it it's There's no shame in getting some help no, with that. absolutely not. Most of the absolutely world is. Not. So That is absolutely. Yeah. That's no, part that's, of taking care of yourself. That's part of taking care of yourself. You know, you, yeah. You Self-care. Know, if you have a physical illness, if there's... Uh, you know, psychological or mental things that are going yep. on. Yep. Or Take being care triggered or you're struggling with and there's treatment. Yeah. So much. Just take care of yourself. Love yourself. Be grace, gracious to yourself and others. That is huge. You know, understand that your child's acting up is, is not a result of them being a bad person, but they're struggling too. And try to get into their yep, mind and absolutely. figure out how they're struggling and absolutely. how you can help them. And that's a critical thing. Don't mm -hmm. think of them as a bad person because they are not a bad person. Mm -hmm. Children are not born into the world bad. No, they don't want to be bad. No, not at all. No. No. So those are those are our tips for marriage. I hope you found them helpful. Yep. You? I did. <laughs> They're very helpful. All right. Thank so, you. Okay. <laughs> if you are listening to us on the podcast, uh, we would just love it if you'd give us, you know, some stars there and just write a review. Make sure you subscribe to us. We're very, very new. And the truth is that your subscription will help us and help the word come out to others. You know, hopefully we're going to get better and better at this thing. We're still the newbies. So, you know, there's a lot to learn. If you're watching us on YouTube, please, please press that like button right now. I promise it won't change your screen. And subscribe and ring the bell so you don't miss any other episodes. And leave a comment below. That really helps. And by below, I mean on our YouTube channel, not the Facebook page. Okay, all of you who watch us on Facebook, we do have a Facebook page and a Facebook support group. If that would help you, please join Moms Unpacking Autism. Next week, I'll be back again with Stacy, And who knows what we'll be talking about, but we'll figure it out then. Take care. Have a good week. Bye.